Hey guys, it's episode 7 of Short Side Wristers. I'm No Sleeves 12. On today's episode, we discuss yet more esports drama, news on when the next comp seasons in Hut will be released, as well as a dedicated server review after the first day. Let's get right into it. Let's begin with dedicated servers. I think a lot of the community didn't really understand what happens when you switch to dedicated servers, and it led to a lot of confusion today, as well as a lot of negativity, which doesn't really surprise me. But uh, let me try and shed some light on this situation. If you play competitive sixes, I tried to do this in the last episode, but I want to reiterate. If you play competitive sixes on LG or VG even, uh, you know that... It already is on dedicated servers, so when you are a West Coast player and you have home ice advantage, you get to have host, which means that you will ping the West server. Since you are on dedicated servers, the team you are playing will also then ping whatever the host is. So that means that if the West Coast team is home and they are the ones that dedicate or dictate where the server is, that means the team that's playing on East or anywhere else in the country or world will have to play on the West Coast connection. But what that means for Versus is that, so when you load into a game against someone, or HUT, sorry, uh, when you load into a game against someone, you have one of those servers. Like, you are either going to be on the server that is closest to your opponent, or the server that is closest to yourself. And then your opponent, or yourself, are forced to be on that server. There's no choosing. It's not like uh, you you could be on the East server, and your opponent is on uh, on another one. Uh, that, that isn't how it works, and I think that that's what's causing the issue here. A lot of people don't realize. This isn't necessarily going to result in ping being really bad. It can in some instances. But what it is going to translate to is a very, very sluggish feel to the game. Whereas the West Coast players won't have such, um, you know, muddiness. You're going to notice that your players don't turn very well. The agility is kind of slow. Sometimes there's input delay. It's not very often, but on, in, in very, very bad cases, you will get input delay. Um, so it's it's not all sunshine and rainbows with dedicated servers, and I think a lot of the community is taking a hard time uh, to adjust to it. Now, a lot of the argument is going to be EA makes tons of money. Why don't they just give us more dedicated servers? It is a business, guys. Unfortunately, they this year more than any other year, really, in the last decade, EA is trying, or EA NHL specifically, is trying to change things. When was the last time that mid-game that they actually went back to the beta tuner because of the fan outcry? Okay, now it isn't obviously that all the fans didn't want everything to go back to the beta, but they need technology-wise, need to actually address some things and see what can be fixed and what won't stay and what will stay. But they are trying. In most cases, prior years, they would say, oh, they want beta skating. We'll worry about that in NHL 20. Not the case. They're not just abandoning us. So the pause glitch came up, IP booters were still running rampant, they decided to switch it to dedicated servers to see if that is what will fix this. Until they come up with a fix to the pause glitch, I would bet that we are with dedicated servers regardless of the fan outcry, but again, that's a solution they need to come up with Sony, it's not just on EA's end. So, in the meantime, if you get a yellow connection, for the love of God, do not play it just like normal. If you do have, um, you know, you get into the game and it feels sluggish, you got to adjust your gameplay, guys. Really, the only way that you're going to, you know, survive if it's against someone good, start firing shots from everywhere. 
Honestly, that's what happens in sixes when you're uh, east playing on west or west playing on east. Just start firing turds from from every direction. Go low, low, far side, and and just hope for the best. It's going to happen a little bit. If you're on the East Coast, and by East, sorry, if you're in the Eastern time zone, uh, you've hit the sweet spot. Like myself, most of the player base is from this time zone and in close to this server, which means that us, or, you know, uh, the, the Eastern time zone people that live near that server, uh, are going to experience fantastic gameplay. Probably the best you've ever played outside of LAN, and uh, I played it this morning a little bit, and it was fantastic. It actually is so fast that it takes a little bit of adjustment to actually realize how fast your players are. So uh, that is good news. If you're West or European specifically, it's going to be a little bit of a disaster. Um, now, no doubt that they are trying to work on things, man. It doesn't do EA Sports or EA NHL any good um, to leave it in, uh, you know, kind of a broken state and, and alienate player bases. They're trying, and they will continue to work in the background that you can't see, and I'll relay any information that I'm allowed to. Uh, in the meantime, just hold tight. It will improve, and uh, we'll, we'll get better. As Again, there's no booters in pause glitches, so let's take some prior, some happiness in that at least, uh, but we will have to adjust with kind of the muddy gameplay if you do match someone on another coast. And on to yet more esports drama. Again, stemming from the Capitals and Lightning, allowing Europeans to play in the upcoming tournaments. Bones on Demand had a tweet saying, I'm in awe of what at NHL GamerCon and Kino F FHR have been able to accomplish with the EU Sixes community. Their eighth season features over 120 teams and 10,000 euro prize pool. I might just have to make an appearance on March 1st for the live finals. Rahanik then responded with, Like what I've said for months now, we need them in NA. We don't have somebody who cares as much about NHL than Kenny who runs leagues. Followed closely by Regs who said, It's great what they're doing, but how many of those teams are competitive? And there started this thread. Jonas Verda, or Super Verda, if you guys follow him on Twitch, one of the bigger guys in Finland, had this to say after that tweet. At least six teams are better than any NA team, in my opinion. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. So, we've never actually been able to see on LAN NA versus Europeans. So, that statement alone is com just completely false. That And also, that being said, League Gaming is one of the most competitive leagues. Uh, and it has the highest competition of sixes. So, I would be stunned if that were the case. But... That being said, uh, then what followed was uh, basically everyone just kind of going back and forth about how that's completely false. And uh, th this is the conclusion I drew from it, okay? One, I think we need to see Finns or Europeans versus North American players in versus anything involving NHL at this point. When Eki won the Gaming World Championships, I know personally, I didn't even count the Finns that made it as anything. Obviously, because you don't play them a lot um, if you're from North America, so you're just not aware of who they are, or and you just kind of push them aside because of all the other big-name players are all from North America. The fact that he won, and the way he won, dominating, you know, kind of put that on the, them on the map, and now we, we've reached a point where, like, everyone in the community just wants to see this because... It is unfortunately just a lot of false claims about who's better because you're never really going to find out until there's a land, which then makes the Capitals and Lightning event that much more special if 
Europeans do qualify. So there's eight top eight seeds get to fly out for the LAN. And I am praying that at least one of them is European because if they are, and the playoffs, the online qualifiers are going to be a jumbled mess because of connections. If they do, and you have to play a European on NA or vice versa in the qualifiers, it's going to be a disaster. And I don't really know how they're going to handle that because there might be some games that just like aren't playable. So if a European does sneak in and get in, or maybe it's four on four, like that would be the best. It was four on four. Um, but it's going to make those events just that much more entertaining because you're going to have like a whole ton, like country worth of following when we watch these NHL events. And if it's anything like Padre and Gren's match in the Leafs gaming event, where it was just fantastic gameplay, it's going to be sick to watch. And I'm super stoked. And I hope that this rivalry only gets bigger, to be honest with you. And in Hut news today, everyone waited patiently while because of the switch to dedicated servers that we would get a new comp season today. That wasn't the case. Now, that being said, uh, on Reddit, one of the developers did make a post today stating that there would be a comp season and they are aiming to have it before the end of the week. That's going to be fantastic. I don't know what it's going to be. I would speculate that it's an Evo event with the fall with the rewards following closely what the what the nations was. So like top 100 gets a card, uh, which would be sick because if it's an Evo, then that could be a really really good card. And especially because there's no pause glitching or booters now, uh, it should be a very very good event. And uh, I'm stoked for that one. So that one should be coming very shortly. It was discussed. Sticking with HUD, I just want to reiterate, I mentioned this in yesterday's episode as well, but hold on to your Evos if you're planning on selling them. Hold on to them just for a few more days as it looks like they'll be removed from packs, so that would be fantastic. So if the Carlson, which did get an upgrade, the Stamkos, the Shifley, uh, I would hold on to those until they're no longer available. Obviously, it's just basic supply on demand. Once they're not long, no longer available to be pulled or made, Obviously, they're going to go up in value. That being said, it looks like the event's going on, and it looks like there's going to be another batch of Evo 2s released. That'd be my guess, because if we look at the dates, the event looks to last until the till next week, whereas the uh, first set says they're in packs until the 11th. So um, just by guessing, it looks like there's going to be another set. I don't have any confirmation of that. They haven't told us anything, um, but it just looks like that might be which is good and bad. Um, you know, it, it, Evos are obviously an exciting set of cards as long as they stay away from, like, the Crosby, McDavid, the, you know, the elite tier Stamkos and Carlson are pushing it, but obviously you got to promote the event and get cards excited. It'd be real boring if there was just a bunch of Jason Spetzes. But that being said, they're being extremely careful to not mess with the market this year, and I think they've done a fantastic job among, you know, all the problems and things that have come with Hut this season. I think that the the lessons they learned from last season and the ice sets and the Evos just taking over the entire market and completely destroying things, they've been so careful to not let that happen this season, and I think it's great. I mean, to be honest, the legends that were released this season, uh, they're all a ton of them are still usable. I mean, I still use them on my team um and that's good to see that's what you want longevity of cards now obviously people are going to be like well base cards are completely useless that's got to be expected guys because if they're released um and without re-releasing a set like the ice set last year which completely destroyed things um you know the only thing that we're looking for that could be a possibility is uh progressive cards kind of like uh the road to the shirts um sorry diamond dynasty and mlb where the card goes up and down based on real life performance 
I think if we get there, that makes it amazing. Um, that keeps base cards value, but I don't know. Again, that's a pretty complicated system to implement. So I don't know if they're going to go there. But again, I would hold on to your Evos just for a little bit longer before selling them because I think they will go up in price. And lastly, I kind of want to answer a uh, comment, at least one or two, every every podcast I do uh, because uh, I want to get you guys involved. So Dan M on the last video says, since you speak with the developers and since all these eSport tournaments are always using versus mode, can you please tell them it's time for EA to allow us to stage strats and lines in versus? I've only been a game changer since July, and I can't tell you how many times this has been mentioned. Now, if I get to go to Vancouver this year, I like I don't want to say I'll go on a hunger strike to make this happen because the amount of time wasted, <laughs> absolutely absurd. And I don't know, technological, technologically speaking, if there's a big thing on it, um, but it definitely needs to be implemented, and um, it's one of the things that the, one of the most important things I'm going to voice if I do get to go to Vancouver and in the Game Changer chat, regardless, um, just because it needs to be done. It's it's a um, quality of life thing, and those should be easier to do as opposed to tuning skating and things like that, which is you know obviously much more difficult. But this is a quality of life thing, and I hope that they can implement it. Um, at least going into next season. It needs to be in NHL 20 if it can't be already in NHL 19. I will say that. So, guys, that was the podcast for today. Again, it looks like Anchor has allowed me to release it on Spotify. So I will have the link down below. If you want to listen to it on Spotify, all you've got to do is subscribe to my channel. That way, whenever I release a video, if you don't want to watch the video because you don't want me to wreck your data, which I completely understand, all you've got to do is just wait for the Spotify notification to come up, and you'll get my uh, Monday through Friday podcast on NHL 19. If you think that there's some other things you want me to cover or or not cover anymore let me know it's an evolving thing guys there's no other nhl podcast for the video game and i'm kind of go branching out into new space here and i really want to do well for you guys so just let me know in the comments section down below and on twitter or on twitter um in my dms and whatnot uh, so guys i hope you guys have a great day and i will see you tomorrow